let me get ready and uh, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> That's right. how he's gonna start this one. He's tired. Everybody's tired. <laughs> nice thing is he come. I you know there was room on on Bart today. Yeah. Which same is thing. Our horrible public transit, New Yorkers. If you think your system is run down, no, it's like sparkling brand new. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's do it. In this episode of Full Nerd GeForce RTX review, whether you should buy an RX 580 instead. And why Elena would buy a 1080 <laughs> Ti. Yeah. Welcome to the Full Nerd episode 67. I'm your host, Gordon Mong, with co host Brad Charkas. Hello. Who has just finished writing an epic 6,000-word review of GeForce RTX and is tired as hell. So give him a break, folks. Give him a break. He hasn't slept in, in days. And Elena Yee. Hi, everyone. Finally, Al, Adam Patrick Murray. Uh, Gordon, or I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Brad, I have a question. Uh, can it play Crisis? <laughs> It can play Crisis. Oh, good. All right. Then I'm, it's sold. I'm done. It can even play now. that Star Wars demo that they showed off on stage. Oh, really? Sweet. Oh, see? Yeah. I want to see that. I, I just want to see that. Like, in, that's amazing. So that, that's amazing. The, it seems like a bad 70s television show. <laughs> Brad's got the details. This is like the worst buildup ever. This is like, you know what? It's like a reality TV show, like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, where just like, just, just make up your damn mind. <laughs> <laughs> Is this thing it? Is this a, is this is this everything we've ex- hoped for, Brad? Well, uh, there's a lot of stuff that we're going to go into in this uh, discussion today, but unfortunately, we had to take the very unusual step of not issuing a final verdict for these reviews. What? No star ratings. Conspiracy, <laughs> Brad. What because? <laughs> so asterisk. these are built so much around ray tracing and. DLSS, deep learning, super sampling, and whatnot. Uh, you know, that's the whole promise. That's what they showed off the entire time on stage during the announcement. And none of those are available. So, you know, all the promises cards built around, uh, we can't test that. We can't verify any of that. Uh, so we're uh, putting off our formal rating until some of that stuff becomes public. Wait, but how will I know if I should buy it? What What should I do? Brad, just tell us. You should us. read Brad's... In depth, talking about something the third person PC now. He's so tired. <laughs> people don't people reading. Don't, What's yeah, that? Nobody wants to read. That's too yeah, much. Just give nuance. me a score, man. Click to the end. Well, okay. So we, we can test it in traditional gaming performance, right? So let's and kick I it off. Did that a lot. Twenty eighty Ti. Twenty eighty Ti. How is by this? far the fastest card you can buy ever? If you have a four K one hundred and forty four hertz monitor, you know one of those fancy new G Sync HDR monitors. That's what I was testing it on. You spent $2,000 on that. You got money. Uh, NVIDIA's charging you a lot of money, but this card is worth it if you're looking to push that. It's on average, I forget, I think it's about 35 33% faster than the GTX 1080 Ti. Uh, it varies game to game. In, in worst case scenario, in uh, Grand Theft Auto V, it was only about 12% faster than the GTX 1080 Ti. But in best case scenarios like uh, Middle Earth Shadow of War and Rainbow Six Siege, it was like 45, 46% faster. Wow. So, so this is the first card that blows away the 4K 60 barrier. 
Okay, so it'll 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 play everything well beyond sixty. I mean, comfortably or. Um, I tested it a couple different ways actually. If you go uh, check out my review on PCWorld.com again, you can see that. Uh, for our formal benchmark tests, I reviewed everything on Ultra with AA cranked and stuff just to stress them as much as I, I could, and I was not hitting necessarily sixty frames per second on all the cards with that. Uh, but once you know, I switched. I also decided, hey, you know, I've been four K gaming for a while. That's not really realistic scenario. If you drop down to high settings and you disable anti-aliasing, because uh, at 4K you don't really need anti-aliasing, uh, you get a huge performance boost. I actually ran a separate section just on that more realistic, more reasonable scenario for 4K gaming, and it blows away everything. Okay. And you, it really is something you could be running with that 144 hertz 4K ACR 100%. Wow. 100%. The, the 2080 Ti, that is. And I'm wondering, so uh, what about with HDR on? Because that there has been some concerns that HDR really nerfed performance on, a, on the 10 series, did it? There, I actually have a big section testing that as well. That's part of the reason where's why I'm that, Where's I that review? I a lot of stuff. I, I, uh, PCWorld.com. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I linked to it in the chat all... so everyone can, uh, can okay. go. It's long. Bookmark it. Get a cup of coffee. A beer. Or three. Or three. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I tested the three NVIDIA cards, uh, the RTX 2080, the RTX 2080 Ti, and the GTX 1080 Ti, um, and found that the GTX 1080 Ti did see a more sizable performance loss when you enable HDR uh, of up to about, I think, 10.5%, which is, oh. you know, not, not, not huge, when, especially when you're considering 60 frames per second. That's sure. six frames. But it's, it's you know, significant. Um, whereas these new Turing GPUs cut that in half to just about 5%. Oh, okay. So there is a small so, impact, but not, not yeah. that much. No. But it is, I mean, it's, it is that much, you know, comparatively speaking. It's half is half the hit. But you're talking about three frames per second versus six frames per second at 4K60. If, what if you're, and there are people like this, if you've got a $2,000 ACR panel, mm -hmm. you don't want to crank it down a high. Could do you think uh, the SL, whatever the new SLI thing might actually help with that? I mean, people want ultra max frame rates, max resolution. That's going to depend. I've been kind of, theoretically, yes, of course. Uh, I've been kind of down on SLI for years now, as we've been mm -hmm. talking about, because yep. games haven't necessarily been supporting it very well. And if you're talking about the RTX 2080 Ti, and specifically, I mean, that's what the Founders Edition is 1200 bucks. Theoretically, NVIDIA said they'll start at 1000 bucks, but we haven't seen that yet. They've been 1200 bucks more expensive. And if you invest... Twelve hundred plus dollars for a second graphics card, and half your games don't use it. That's yeah. that's a very luxurious purchase. Right. <laughs> Although well, I guess we'll have to wait and see, right? Because I guess uh, the SLI implementation is different with Turing than it is from previous generation cards. Um, it uses NVLink instead of the standard SLI high bandwidth bridge. Um, the way it actually works is the same, basically. Oh, okay. It just has tremendously more bandwidth. Hmm. Interesting. So 2080 Ti, 35 to, well, I guess some games it's not that huge, but generally 35 yeah, plus. Yeah. Performance yeah. Um, I'm looking over. I just pulled up my numbers. Uh, when you drop things down to high and get rid of AA, um, across our test suite, the lowest number that the 
2080 Ti gets is 80 frames a second. Oh, okay. So, that's pretty. That's pretty damn. Sting hauls. Yeah. Hauling for people at the very tippy top of the of the of the ladder there. With- and Nvidia knows it. I mean, these these cards cost significantly more than their predecessors. That's. I was looking at some of the other reviews today, and that's a sticking point for a lot of them. That effectively we're paying theoretically a hundred dollars more than we did for the ten. 80 Ti, but in effect, with the Founders Edition stuff and the pricing that we're seeing today, it's two or three plus hundred dollars more for a Ti. Yeah, so. have you had a chance to look at availability uh, today? Like, can can anybody get it, or is it is it still just back ordered from all the pre orders? I have not had a chance to look oh, at okay. that today. I've been busy writing more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think everything they're universally sold out. I think so. The, pre- the 2080 Ti's have been sold out. The 2080s have not, from what was going on yesterday, at least. Yeah, and that actually does seem like the one sticking point, because it feels like everybody who has reviewed it, including you, universally feel the 2080 Ti price, you know, not, not if, you're not, if you don't consider the price, it really is clearly a, a way faster card over its, its replacement, over the 1080 Ti, so... Yeah, if, if it costs, if 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 the ten, if the twenty eighty Ti had stuck to the traditional convention of you know sticking to the same price compared to the previous generation, but offering thirty five percent more performance, you know that's what we typically see the five hundred dollar card. The next generation is still five hundred bucks, thirty five percent more performance. This is kind of what we're seeing with the twenty eighty Ti, but it just costs a whole lot more. Right. So that's the it's stickler. Like, it's like Titan territory. Yeah, it is pretty it's much a Titan, Titan though, right? It's above Titan ter- territory for the Founders Edition because the Titans were a thousand bucks, weren't they? Well, oh, no, the last one, one were twelve hundred. There was one that was twelve hundred. So yeah. yeah. So this is like a Titan. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it seems to me the sticky question is that twenty eighty part. That is really the kind of like people are a little. That is the sticky part. That yeah. is uh, basically in all respects. In when we're testing with Ultra and anti-aliasing. Whether we're testing on high with no anti-aliasing, no matter the resolution, uh, it trades blows with the GTX 1080 Ti. So, so in today's oh, sorry. today's games, it's you know blow for blow. But the obviously the RTX 2080 is a hundred to two hundred bucks more. Yeah, I was just gonna say that you're paying for similar performance in traditional games. But, you, it's a leap of faith, yeah. is the way I put it in my article, because. <laughs> We were testing, I actually, NVIDIA sent me demos, so I was able to actually test the Star Wars demo, and it runs at 24 frames per second, cinematic quality, um, and you do see some of the noisiness, the graininess that you see uh, in ray-traced graphics, uh, but it looks kind of like film grain, it's not bad. Uh, it is more pronounced on the RTX 2080, uh, but it does not run good well whatsoever on the GTX 1080 Ti. It runs about 7 to 10 frames per second. Ooh, it's extremely ouch. noisy. Trying to look at it for the details was actually making me nauseous. Oh. So, and, the and demo, then they also... So for, not ahead. everybody knows what the demo is. This is not some, you know, you know, TIE Fighter demo. This is actually... No. This is the... They showed it off uh, before then, but also at the RTX 2080 reveal. It's the Reflections real-time ray tracing demo. Uh, Star Wars made with Unreal Engine. 
Um, before this RTX generation, it used to take three or four Titan V cards to run this demo. So the fact that it's running on even the RTX 2080 is very impressive. Yeah, that's how we saw it at E3. Hayden and I saw it at E3. There was a video uh, that I can link to, but yeah, it was it was it was impressive. But yeah, it was running off four Titans. Uh, right <laughs> now, know. it's running on a 2080. RTX 2080. Yeah, even a 2080. So that yeah. is barely. There is, there uh, is. You do notice, like I was saying, a, a, a decrease in visual quality moving from the 2080 Ti to the 2080 in that ray tracing demo. Um, you see a little bit more, more, more of that noisiness. That noisiness translate if you pay close attention to like the sharp white edges of where the armor for the stormtroopers meets dark backgrounds. It looks kind of like it needs anti-aliasing because it's jumping a bit from that graininess. Huh. Mm. But it runs it, and it and it actually does. It's very impressive. It looks very good. Does it feel um, like it's 25, 30 frames a second, kind of, or what is it? It's twenty four. It's okay. a. It's, this is a twenty four. It's designed to run twenty four. The demo that I used, you can unlock the frame rate, but it hovers between like twenty one and twenty seven. It okay. was designed to run at fourteen forty and four K resolution. Hmm. And, and and definitely linked to the demo, um, Adam, because I that 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 demo is really impressive. It looks. That's the boogie shoes one, right? It's the one where it's the two stormtroopers and phasma. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and it looks they get stuck on hall. Beautiful looking, beautiful looking. Oh, okay, demo. different one then. So, yeah. And also, just as impressive uh, is the deep learning super sampling technology that basically used uh, Nvidia's tensor cores inside of this and uses AI machine learning basically to smooth out the. Final image, similar to Super Sampling or AA, obviously. Uh, and that stuff, if it works as well in real games as it does in the two can demos that NVIDIA sent me, is black magic. And I hope that developers uh, embrace it en masse because it makes a huge difference. The two demos that they sent me, uh, Epic's Infiltrator and the Final Fantasy 15 benchmark, you could run it with uh, traditional temporal alien, anti-aliasing enabled or NVIDIA's deep-level super sampling. And across the board, on the RTX 2080 and the 2080 Ti, uh, with DLSS enabled, it was a 39% performance boost with no loss in visual fidelity. Oh, so nice. hmm. it's a huge jump. But neither one of those impressive technologies are available today. And that's the thing with the 2080 versus the 1080 Ti. The 1080 Ti is 100, 150 bucks cheaper it can't run ray tracing or DLSS today. Neither can the RTX 2080. So it's a leap of faith. It, it can't run it as in it just is. There's no games available. Oh, it could yeah. theoretically yeah. run it. Okay. Is is there any indication of uh, when this stuff is going to come out? I know Windows is going to, the next update is going to allow ray tracing stuff. Uh... Yep. Um, NVIDIA says the first ray trace game should appear about a month from now. Um, probably, presumably, no one's ever said explicitly, but I'm sure it is the case, tied to the Windows 10 October 2018 update, uh, which is going to add the DirectX ray tracing API that all this is built on into Windows proper. Uh, hmm. But no firm dates on that. Uh, the same with DLSS. I asked, when are we going to see this? Never heard a response back. Hmm. Uh, they are, however, going to release that Final Fantasy 15 benchmark to the public tomorrow. So if you do buy one of these cards, you'll be able to run the benchmark <laughs> do you think and because both of these you're comparing the 2080 ti and the 2080 to a 1080 ti it seems a little unusual to compare them to the same video card 
Well, if you go and check out my review, I also include the 1080 and the Vega 64. Right. So if you're looking for those numbers, you can see it. How does it compare? I guess. Well, how does it compare to a 1080? Is what I'm wondering, or a Vega 64? More so than a 1080 Um, Ti. I didn't break down the numbers so much on that because the 1080 Ti costs seven hundred dollars. The 2080 costs seven hundred dollars. So that's the comparison I was looking at. Right, and that's the main reason. is It's really a cost issue here. But should the 2080 Ti have been compared to a Titan Volta then? Or something even... No? If I had one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, it doesn't really... It doesn't... I guess it is faster somewhat than a If I had one, Ti. I would have loved to compare that because a lot of the new stuff in Turing is only new to consumer graphics cards. A lot of it showed up in different forms in Volta in the first way. <laughs> Uh, but we never got one of those, so they were three thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yikes. Uh, we got some questions if uh, if you want to take them. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, first up from uh, Adam Patrick Murray asking. Uh, hey! Whoa! 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 You can't put yourself. In the <laughs> Sorry. He I can. Get to, I get to he cut. did. Uh, at what? So you didn't give a formal review now because what the technology is going to be used these you know on these cards that hasn't really come out yet at one at what point would you be okay giving that final verdict to say oh, okay you know we tested on this many games or we've seen you know it perform in this like what what, what is your thought going forward it's it's going to be you know we're going to have to see how it plays out uh hopefully it happens in the near future right in the next month or so um, but I figure once we see at least two or three DLSS games actually implemented, there are a lot of games, 25 games that are looking to implement it, including a bunch that are already out there. So I have no idea how long that those could roll out tomorrow when these cards launch and just some videos playing his cards close. Uh, they could launch a month from now. Um, once we see two or three and I can see kind of, you know, where the performance lies in there, I'd be happy to update ray tracing I would probably update the article after the first game comes out to include, you know, results from that. I'm not sure if I would be ready to put an official verdict on it until we've seen two or three games, but I'm not sure how long that's going to take to happen. Is Battlefield 5 enough? I mean, because that is that is a triple A title. Call of Duty fanboys, we don't care what you think. (laughs) And uh, I mean, is that enough? I mean, because that that'll be the first major title. Yeah. Yeah, that will be. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's the first one to get it because it comes out, you know, in, I think, November. So it might be. We're going to have to play it by ear. This is all wild new stuff. That's why I've been benchmarking these for so long because, you know, it's new frontiers trying to figure it all out. Right. So no verdict is 1080 or 2080 Ti way faster. 2080. Mm. Leave of faith. The DLSS, if it, if it, but the thing is, if DLSS does blow up and it gets embraced by a lot of games, um, NVIDIA is not charging developers. What it basically does for DLSS is NVIDIA runs your game all the time through its supercomputer, its Saturn V supercomputer, and it learns, you know, what, even if you are, you know, playing at 10 AP and running this crappy image, it's training on what the ideal image is supposed to be, and it learns it, and then pushes it down to you via the driver. And then that's how your card's able to figure out, okay, it's supposed to look like this. And it's able to do it very seamlessly. That's the reason that you don't see the performance loss that you do with TAA. So if NVIDIA's not charging people for that, and it does get developers 40% performance uplift on NVIDIA graphics cards, then they might be incentivized to do that 
And if that does blow up, that would immediately, you know, for all the games that support it, the 2080 would be 40% faster than the GTX 1080 Ti all of a sudden. Mm. So that's significant, but it, like I said, it's a leap of faith. Hmm. <clears throat> all right. Oh, well, actually, I actually questions from well, yeah, you know the the we we got plenty of questions here uh, Mr. Flops it's mostly a joke but you know everyone always has got to ask uh, now that the 2080 Ti is out with RTX technology uh when do you expect the next gaming GPU uh to come out 5 years <laughs> <laughs> No I think we'll see something from AMD next year <laughs> The question is whether the thing from AMD is going to have uh, dedicated hardware support for ray tracing built in. I'm very curious to see that. Hmm. Uh, here's a good one uh, that just came in hot off the presses from Carlo on YouTube. Uh, how are the thermals during an intense gaming session? Uh, yeah, what, what, what kind of heat, what kind of uh, power is this thing drawn? I have my, my benchmark chart open. Let me go over it. It's actually the Founders Edition. Um, in, in NVIDIA talked it up. Uh, and you know, for the most part, it played out. It was very impressive compared to the older Founders Edition card. Uh, although you know, the older Founders Edition card was sorry, pulling up benchmarks. Uh, the older Founders Edition blower style cards weren't that great. They were loud. They were hot. You know, like all reference cards. Um, this new dual axial fan one, it's noticeably more quiet. I don't do uh, you know hard noise te- noise tests. I don't have a noise meter, but it's noticeably more quiet running in the box in the GTX 1080 Founders Edition. Hmm. And it's actually, you know, pretty impressive cooling-wise for what's essentially a reference card, although a very fancy reference card. Um, The GTX 2080 in our uh, load test uh, maxed out at 76 degrees Celsius, uh, which is not bad whatsoever. If you go to the uh, GTX 1080, Founders Edition in that same test, it ran seven degrees hotter at 83. Mm-hmm. And if you, I also compared it against the uh, GTX 1080 Ti, it was an overclocked PNY. I'm not sure if it's pronounced Pony, uh, <laughs> Pony <laughs> Accelerate card with triple fans. And that actually ran at 80 degrees. So the GTX 2080 Founders Edition ran cooler than Pony's custom solution for the 1080 Ti. Hmm. And so. those Founders Edition cards, I bet it was loud. I mean, you, you can't put a decibel number on it, but those things are loud once you crank those suckers up. So, The old ones, you mean? Yeah, single, the, yeah. the, the blower-style ones. Yeah, these new ones are much, much quieter. Oh, well, that's good. So, yeah, I'm impressed, actually, by the whole Founders Edition design. Like, like I was saying in the last show, you hold the card in your hand, and it feels substantial. It has a real nice, like, it wraps around the design. Like, it's all, the shroud wraps around and curves and is continued, hmm. and it curves into the backplate and stuff. And Real nice. I was watching a video on Gamers Nexus this morning where they had Buildzoid dissect the PCB for it, too. Mm. And he's saying, basically, there is no room, really, for add-in board makers to do better than this, because this PCB is almost flawless. Hmm. So, it's a really well-designed piece of hardware and it's got a big great big giant vapor chamber across the whole thing i mean it's like yep. the whole holy smokes i was pretty impressive impressed. stuff yeah i was actually really impressed by looking at your numbers for power draw um given mm-hmm. the tdp on those cards i was actually expecting there to be a bigger like gap between the previous gen and current gen but no it's pretty pretty close the uh because those rt cores aren't load. working <laughs> no actually uh well i'm gonna <laughs> uh 
under full load, uh, the RTX 2080 Ti is by far the most power-hungry card we've ever seen. We would make fun of Vega about it, Vega 64, <clears throat> and this consumes 70 watts more energy. So yeah. it is, but you get 85% more frames or something right. like that. Right. And it's noticeably quieter. Like, as I was retesting the Vega 64, it sucked. I'm like, oh, I remember why I haven't touched this card in forever. <laughs> the reference edition. The reference edition, third-party ones are fun. Um, but to speak to the RTX cores, actually, I was running the, I don't know if this made it into the article, but I was running the Star Wars demo, and I thought that exact same thing, and I thought to check it out, and it was actually running with requiring less wattage than it does during our power test. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I was surprised by that. I, I didn't put it in my review because I haven't had enough time to poke and prod at it enough to conclusive, conclusively say anything there. But first impressions were I was really surprised by that. That's impressive because I was thinking once you, you crank up those RT cores that it would just then you're going to see that power consumption yeah. spike up. That, so. that was my guess specifically, you know, specifically for ray tracings because those use both RT and tensor cores. So I figured, you know, that would spike it probably by a bunch. But no, it's actually not whatsoever. Then again, that demo was only running at... 24 frames per second so yeah <laughs> so it just rolls into that whole thing of a lot remains to be seen yeah that's why i didn't put that part in my review <laughs> uh well we continue to have questions nope. pile up all right uh, I over here to have are, you just, are you gonna cut them in line again too adam <laughs> no I, i'm not uh but I, I do want to give a shout out to nightbot just gave us uh, 100 bits on twitch thank you very much appreciate that uh lucifer you see what he did there on YouTube? Uh, do you think ray tracing will be a, uh, will play a big part in the next-gen consoles, or is this just a flesh-in-the-pan physics? Um, I don't think... Th those are two options that you give me there. I don't think either one of them are necessarily true. I don't think it'll be a flash-in-the-pan. Every developer I talk to is very excited for it. Um, is pumped to use it. Glad that it's finally happening. Um... I don't necessarily think it's going to take off full bore in the next year. You know, these things take time. Um, and I'm not sure about the next-gen consoles. It's going to depend what's going on in AMD's next-gen GPU, I would think. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if eventually ray tracing becomes the norm at some point in the future. It could be five years from now. It could be 25 years from now. It seems to be eternally 25 years from now. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so there you go. Right. Again, sorry, not much sleep. But the odds of 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 jamming twelve hundred dollars worth of cutting edge technology into yeah. a four hundred dollar console you buy at Best Buy, uh, yeah, you yeah. you not you don't want to hold your breath on that one. And that's that's the, like I was saying, I believe last episode. That's one of the you know the twists, the interesting twists that AMD does own the console market. I mean, Nvidia has the Switch, sure. But when you talk about PlayStation or Xbox, that's AMD. Right. So, and that so much of that influences the PC market because it just does. That's where a lot of money is made. Um, but if Nvidia makes it easy to put DLSS and whatnot into games, who knows? We'll have to see. Uh, well, uh, Elvis. Elvis uh, mm -hmm. is asking uh, a follow-up on that. Uh, are the developers you're talking to excited, like VR excited, or excited like woohoo excited? Woohoo excited. These are these are not VR developers. Okay. <laughs> the people, I understand what you're saying there. VR was way overhyped. I think it was overhyped more by analysts and some journalists, uh, hopefully not us, uh, more than it ever should have been at the time. 
Uh, and yeah, you know, VR developers were excited when that was coming out. But when you talk to traditional games developers who were dabbling in VR, they're like, oh, that's cool. We're going to try it out. You know, they were they weren't like, woo, VR. They were, <laughs> let's see where this goes. But for this, they're like, yeah, ray tracing. So it's like the polar opposite. All right. All right. Um, we got a question uh, from a couple people. Uh, David over on Facebook and Ocular over on YouTube. Asking about uh, overclocking. Uh, did you get the chance to do any overclocking? Oh, NVIDIA Scanner does it for you, Brad. NVIDIA Scanner. Yeah, it's supposed <laughs> to do it for you. I, uh, I was playing with an early pre-release version of it. And I was uh, achieving an overclock, but I was seeing lower average frame rates by a couple of frames in games. But that was early pre-release software. So I had so much other stuff to test, I put it to the side. Um, going to once tomorrow, once the actual release software comes out, I'm going to take that and I'm going to do a separate article addressing that more specifically. I did see higher you know, raw clock numbers, um, but like I said... Just some performance weirdness, so I'm going to check that out more in depth. Uh, also, uh, follow-up question from the Bit89 on YouTube: uh, SLI benchmarks coming soon as well. Did you get a chance to uh, do any of that? <laughs> no, no, and I wouldn't expect it. <laughs> if Nvidia wants to send me another one, I'll do it. Well, Perfect. once you have a second card, you could actually. Yeah, the, the bridge. Yeah. The bridge is the issue. You'd have to have an NVLink bridge. So, are those available yet? I, I know you're on sale. Order <clears throat> you can probably buy those more than you can the cards. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm theoretically going to be getting at least a few different custom models this week uh, of at least the 2080. So if I do, I'll see what I can do on that front, but no promises. I'm actually really curious to see how once you slap, because if you look at the 2080 and 2080 Ti custom models I've seen so far, they've all been freaking massive, like huge triple slot designs, fans out the wazoo. And I'm interested, very interested to see the, uh, the performance difference with the Founders Edition to that. Because even though the Founders Edition cards are clocked lower than the GTX 10 series Founder Edition cards, NVIDIA says these have the potential to overclock higher. So hmm. Big Cooler could help. Uh, speaking of third-party cards, uh, Chief Keys on YouTube is asking, uh, will there be a water-cooled version of the 2080 Ti? Have you seen anything? Um, EVGA, I know, teased uh, uh, for the Win 3 hybrid. So, hmm. and I know uh, EK Waterblocks has already released uh, RTX compatible Waterblocks if you want to DIY. So, so they'll be there. They're going to be expensive. And they're both, those are both custom loops. They're not, they're, they aren't like a Vega 64 water cold, you know, where it's an all in one. I'm not sure if the hybrid is. The hybrid, I don't believe, is. Hmm. Nvidia uh, EVGA typically sells, you know, one that's for custom water loops, but they also typically sell one that has the AIO on it. I'm just not familiar with the name off the top of my head. So, okay. Uh, Ian on YouTube's asking, uh, has the Verge posted how to build PC with the RTX 2080 yet? Uh, they're really excited to watch it. Uh, uh, the, yeah. <laughs> anyway, joke. Uh, <laughs> uh, over on Twitch, uh, Noisy Kid, uh, it's not really a question, but I'm going to make it a question. Uh, do you think that uh, NVIDIA will come out with a Titan series card uh, with RTX? It could happen. Um, I don't think so. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a refresh much quicker this time around, you know, because NVIDIA is working on and TSMC is working on seven nanometer graphics chips 
And AMD's already sampling those to business customers, seven nanometer. And you know, theoretically, I would think that next year's and Radeon refresh will be on seven nanometers. So I wouldn't be surprised if this is like the big, you know, hello to RTX. Uh, and then next year it gets refined on seven nanometer. Hmm. RTX Titan X <laughs> has a nice ring to it, <laughs> right? Um... They've never called the Titan RTX or GTX though. It's always just been Titan. It's never been GeForce GTX, even though it says GeForce on the side of it. Yeah, that made no sense. <laughs> no, I think the very first one was a GeForce Titan, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. It, it <laughs> was recently. confusing as hell. So, <laughs> uh, Andras Zukabi on YouTube asks, uh, do, do these new cards add render speed to ray tracing GPU render engines like Octane? I don't know that answer offhand. <laughs> okay. Not going to speak to that. <laughs> uh, Timothy Baldrin, uh, also on YouTube. Uh, do we know how much effort it is involved to install the hooks in-game so they can run the Saturn V to get the DLSS support? Um, f- from what I gathered, uh, Tony Tomasi, who is uh, NVIDIA's uh, Senior Vice President of Content and Partnerships, I believe, he was explaining this technology at an Editor's Day at Gamescom. And basically, um, he said it's very easy to implement the uh, DLSS API and SDK. Uh, they did it in some games in under a day. Uh, and then developers basically just hand their game to NVIDIA, and NVIDIA does all the work on the supercomputer side, spits it out in the driver. Hmm. Of course, you know, that, that can vary, because NVIDIA saying, you know, we did this in a day doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be that easy for super complex games. But... They're saying that it's easy. They always say it's easy, though. So, uh, Robert Not De Niro on uh, Twitter uh, is asking, uh, "Can you pay with a liver? Are they are they uh, <laughs> taking liver payments?" Yeah. On no, you video? need at least two kidneys. At least two kidneys uh, on the black market. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Tim is asking, uh, "What is the point of the RTX 2080?" Just an open-ended question. What is the point of it? Ray tracing in DLSS, 4K 60 HDR, which the 1080 Ti already did. Uh, 2080, like we discussed previously, is a little bit better at it. It doesn't lose as much in performance, but it's all about DLSS and ray tracing, uh, which makes it really unfortunate that they're launching without any of that available. Uh, All right. Um, uh, I I never know how to pronounce this. NG... Ing. Mm. Ing. Uh, Ing. I'm Damn sorry. It. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, need to write that down on a post-it note. Uh, what's that's the... like one of the most common names in Asia. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, what's the max RPM speed? Any coil wine? Uh, I did not. I noticed some minor coil wine on the RTX 2080 Ti, but only during menus when I was sitting in a game menu. Um, very, very minor, and that can vary from card to card. So I'm not inclined to look too much into that. Max RPM, I did not have a chance to record that, so I'm not sure. Uh, I was watching Gamers Nexus video this morning. They dove deep into all that. I just I didn't have time. <laughs> I've been working on, we have a new test bench, so between setting up and benchmarking the comparison cards, the Vega 64, the GTX 1080 Ti, the GTX 1080, and these new cards, I've been working on all kinds of benchmarks for about 11 days straight now yeah you you've been busy you've been busy uh 
Marcus uh, on YouTube is a very specific question. Uh, if he runs a uh, an RTX twenty seventy with an i five eighty five hundred, will the CPU bottleneck it? Is he essentially wasting money? Uh, twenty seventy. I have no idea. It hasn't. We have no idea when that's launching yet. So we're not sure what speeds it'll hit. So all right. I'm not sure if uh, you know. If you want a wild guess. Knowing what we know about how the 2080 interacts with the GTX 1080 and 1080 Ti, I would expect it to be about the same as a GTX 1080, which if you have the GTX 1080 with a fast i5, it shouldn't bottleneck you too much. Cool. Uh, Christopher uh, asks a very, another very important question. Uh, will this fit in his Xbox One X? <laughs> no. I don't. Uh, It'll fit on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have a question. I'm gonna, let me interject myself. Oh, what go. 2080 Ti? What's the resolution to pair that that card for? Obviously, we know 4K. 4K easy. high. If you really want to get as much performance as possible out of a 1440p monitor, that's uh, so like a 144. Yeah, yeah. Those and, are the only situations I would buy this card in. I wouldn't even buy this card for uh, 4K 60. Oh, really? If you're just looking for, or maybe, maybe if you're looking right. to future proof a bit, but you can save 500, 600 bucks and get a GTX 1080 Ti. And if you knock things down to high and have no AA, then that hits 60 across the board. But a 1080 Ti is not going to run 4K 60 and everything, right? You're going to give up no. some. Okay, you're yeah. going to give up a little bit. If you want to not give up anything, this is a 4K card. What about the yeah. 28? Is it like a 14, solid 1440, sort of like a. 1080 Ti yeah. or 1080 was also 1440 card. So, yep, yeah, it's basically the exact same as GTX 1080 Ti. It's for 4K 60 or high refresh rate 1440. Okay, and obviously the 2080 Ti is even higher refresh rate 1440. Uh, question over on uh, Twitch, Dragon Kurtz asking, uh, do you think the Vega cards will have to go cheaper now that uh, this is out? Well, can you even it depends get? on how you look at it. Um, <laughs> you can get them these days. They're actually starting to creep down to actual MSRP value, hmm. uh, which has literally never happened since the first day they launched. Uh, but now you can, if you're looking around, if you're looking for sales, you can find a Vega 56, sometimes even under 400 bucks. You can find, you know, for like 550, a Vega 64. Uh, these cards don't really compete with the RTX 2080 and the 2080 Ti, uh, because those are at least, you know, the 2080s where the GTX 1080 Ti was, and the Vega 64 just can't compete with that. That being said, I think the launch of the RTX series kind of makes Vega 64 at MSRP kind of a more interesting value than it ever has been in the life, its own life, because now if you can get that for 500 bucks and pair it with a, a FreeSync monitor, FreeSync, uh, get a Knight's FreeSync monitor, like uh, I reviewed the FreeSync, uh, the Samsung CHG70, which is a FreeSync 2 HDR monitor. Pair that with a Vega 64, and it's it's real nice. And uh, that'll cost you much less than getting an RTX card and pairing it with a G-Sync monitor because G-Sync has does have a significant price premium. It does, it does kind of feel like both RTX cards really don't disrupt any of the previous the existing card stack because the prices are so inflated you know relatively that 
Uh, you know, well, things are back to normal now. They're just right. so expensive. <laughs> These <laughs> RTX cards are very expensive. Yep. Very capable cards. AMD doesn't have anything to match. Uh, they intersect the 2080 and the GTX 1080 Ti at the 4K 60 mark, and they're, you know, basically the same card, but one does ray tracing DLSS. Nice. Uh, well, a follow-up question on that. Uh, Micah is asking, uh, do you think that the next generation of cards will be even more? Could you could you see that? The price just continuing to increase forever and ever. I hope not. <laughs> um, <laughs> my gut feeling with this, I think we discussed it on a previous show, is that NVIDIA is so far ahead of AMD right now. It, it is. Uh, and investing... You know, all this dedicated hardware, tentacores or T-cores, into graphics cards to try to make ray tracing a real thing finally, you know, takes an investment. It's expensive. It's not going to be cheap. Uh, this is a good time for NVIDIA to do it, to refine its process, to figure out the kinks, because it's so much ahead of AMD at this point. I think these are luxury cards for super high-end bleeding-edge enthusiasts who want the latest and greatest and they're kind of investing in the future of ray tracing and machine learning and graphics cards. I would hope that future generations dial it back down a bit or that cards on this level are not the 2080 and 2080 Ti, but a new higher classification. You know what I mean? Mm. But we never know the future. Uh, APM, which is are my initials, uh, Master PC, <laughs> but it's not me. It's not me. Uh, is it true that RTX uh, won't be supported in Windows 7? Yeah, no, that's it's based off DirectX 12, and womp. DirectX 12 is not in Windows 7, so. Womp womp. DirectX, the, yeah, the DirectX ray tracing API is based on Windows 12, so. I got to upgrade. Finally, finally APM. you're an upgrade. Give me my initials back. Uh, a lot of games, a lot of games, actually, uh, it's striking me as I was going through benchmarking these, there's uh, games that we're finally starting to see more games come out and actually do well with DirectX 12. Like the new Shadow of the Tomb Raider has DirectX 12 and DirectX 11, but it says specifically we only have DirectX 11 for legacy stuff. DirectX 12 oh, is what wow. you want to use it. Like you'll say that right in the menu, and you're starting to see more of that. So, understandably, DirectX 12 hasn't taken off as much as anticipated, but it's starting to kind of make that jump now. I think. Oh, good. How many years has it been though? <laughs> it hasn't been that long. It's, I... it's been about the development life cycle of a AAA video game. <laughs> 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 so uh adam i i still have questions oh you think you want to, i you still have questions got he's got a yeah. billion questions yeah. let's do that uh david uh over on facebook uh, is asking uh, you said last time that 21 megahertz on the tw 1080 was uh good and the 2080 would be higher no problem uh is, is that i i think he's asking an overclocking question but you're yes he is that, didn't you? uh Whoops. So, yeah, what I said before is uh, if you hit 2100 megahertz on a GTX 1080, you got a really good GTX 1080 there. Um, NVIDIA is saying that these will be higher, and it's NVIDIA scanner overclocking demo. It had it showed 2135 megahertz, I believe, with the 20, RTX 2080. Um, in my initial playing with that scanner, I was getting right around 21 megahertz myself. Uh, but like I said, until I, I use final release software, I don't want to talk too much about that. But on my initial first two graphics cards, they were right around 2100 there, too. 
Okay. The uh, 10, the 2080 Ti actually went a little bit higher, but I don't want to get into specifics until I'm sure everything was kosher there. Mm. Uh, all right, a couple, couple more questions, and we can move on to the other topics. Uh, Dion on Facebook uh, asked, uh, is the crazy pricing of these cards so NVIDIA can recoup their R&D costs, or because there's no competition from AMD? Or something yes. else? <laughs> 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 yes. The answer is yes. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, these are, I mean, also, the market for people who are going for 4K60 HDR or 4K144 hertz even more so, are like enthusiasts, 0.1% of PC gamers. And the enthusiast 0.1% in any, you know, gaming's a luxury hobby, but the 0.1% of that tends not to be very, you know, not, they'll pay the, yeah, they're not price sensitive. <laughs> not yeah. they, they'll pay the money to get it. And I think that's what NVIDIA's banking on here. I don't know if it's 0.1. I think it's probably a 1%, like a 1%er, okay. 1%ers. Well, I would say that 4K 60 might be 1%, but 4K 144 hertz HDR is yeah. probably 0.1%. Yeah. I, yeah, probably. It's nice, though. Hard to say. It. I've been testing it, and it's, I'm going to cry when I have to send it back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Gordon, you're talking about at least like a f- 1500 or $2,000 jump if you go from 4K 60 to 4K 144. I, I, I think people would be surprised by how how decently large that 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 uh. <laughs> true they're they're actually pc enthusiasts the true the the top of the pc enthusiasts the people who buy machines like that uh main gear box back there that's that's not a there it's larger than you would think funny. yeah i'm not it's saying that they're i'm not saying they're non-existent i was just saying i'm backing brad here i think the 4k 60 group is still going to be larger um yeah i mean that's probably fair but you know they may have three 4k 60s <laughs> but this 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 talk is kind of part of the reason why I'm actually much more favorable, despite the high price, towards the RTX 2080 Ti versus the RTX 2080. Because the 2080 is a leap of faith right now. <laughs> uh, right now, today, the RTX 2080 Ti is going to feed your 4K 144 hertz monitor like nothing before it. You can do new things on this today. And that's part of the reason why, despite the higher cost, I'm more positive towards the RTX 2080 Ti than the 2080. Nice. A more questions, and we'll move on. Uh, Roy over on Facebook. Uh, what about crypto mining? Do you think we will see a shortage of cards like we saw over the last couple of years? No. Especially these cards, because these cards have all this <laughs> extra stuff built in that costs... These are very expensive cards with stuff that wouldn't easily be used for mining without custom software being written. So I would doubt it as far as these cards at least are concerned. All right. And last, most important question that I know Gordon will uh, like as well. Uh, can you charge your phone with the USB-C on the RTX card? <laughs> USB audio doesn't work, and I'll tell you that. You know, we were joking about that, and I wanted to test it out, but neither one of the phones in my house have USB-C. So. No. <laughs> Not with the analog dongle. <laughs> It'll probably work with, uh, you know. Well, you know what you definitely can't charge a phone on? is a gtx 1080 ti you definitely can't so i think when it comes comes down to it rtx uh 2080 or gtx 1080 ti what do you think are we moving to that first uh, yeah. I, thought, I thought we were doing the rx 580 I, this, uh, first. This, this is the graphic i have made oh so, oh okay yes. so i'm up next yeah elena <laughs> Oh, this is yeah. actually the article that i'm working on so i'm curious to see what elena has to say oh 
Well, Elena would. She's so saying, this I came won't. out of a conversation yesterday, <laughs> like late at night. Was it yesterday or the day before, where Gordon was just giving me crap about <laughs> the fact that I would still go for a GTX 1080 Ti over an RTX 2080. But I saw your review this morning, Brad, and I saw the performance numbers, and I just said I was right. <laughs> so that, I, that's what I wanted to give you is a chance to admit you were wrong. No, nope. back off of that. No, nope. you're still. No, I'm doubling down. And I'll tell, I'll tell you what, there's a couple people in the chat who are Only definitely with you. Only a couple. Uh, well, so yeah, hey, I'll, I'll put, the, yeah, put that in the chat. So the, here's, here's, here's my thinking, okay? So if you look on was like Newegg or even Amazon right now, you can get a GTX 1080 Ti for in the about $700. And if you look for sales, you can get it for cheaper, like $600. Um, and but the prices have actually been creeping up up until the past week. Like you can yeah. regularly find I feel like people made a small run on it just in anticipation. Mm-hmm. So you're paying what at least a hundred dollars more for an RTX twenty eighty, and the fact that their performance, no matter what the resolution, no matter what the settings, are pretty much just on par with each other. You're not getting any significant bump right now in traditional games, and because we don't know when we're going to see DLSS and we're going to see um, all the, you know, RT cores being put to use for ray tracing. I'm guessing for ray tracing, we're not going to see it for at least another year, maybe a year and a half. Like if you really want lots of games or like a significant portion. To me, it makes more sense that if if that $700, $800 range is your price point, like if that's you're not going to spend any more, because I think the RTX 2080 Ti, as you were saying, makes a lot of sense that if you have the money and you're really enthusiastic about being on the bleeding edge, like it makes total sense because you get that performance bump regardless. But if you're looking at the 2080 versus the 1080 Ti, for me personally, I think it makes a lot more sense to get a 1080 Ti on sale. So if you, even if you, like even just $600 on sale. Hey, hey, I'm not done yet. <laughs> get it on sale. What the hell? Or even, at, seven, even at $700, right? You get to use it for a year, maybe a year and a half. And then at that point, hopefully we'll see either new cards or you can get a 2080 on sale again. You sell your t- 1080 Ti. So you recoup some of that cost to begin with. And you're basically in the same boat as everybody else who bought the 2080 day one. And you got to save some money and use that money on other things in the meantime. More games, more beer, more pizza, <laughs> stuff that I can't. More about. games and beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you've, got, you've got a handful of people definitely on your side. Only uh, a handful Elena, still. <laughs> and no one on Gordon's side. <laughs> well, look, so, I think I, let's, go ahead, Brad. I have thoughts. I'll let Gordon go first. I, I Gordon think, wants to decimate look, me. We first, <laughs> let's make it clear we're talking RTX 2080 for what? Eight hundred seven to eight, right? So eight. Realistically, you can, blower, you can buy a blower fan plastic shroud version for seven hundred and fifty bucks. But we but haven't do seen any. We haven't seen them yet. We haven't. Seen there's any. one. There's one today. Oh, there is. Okay. Yeah, there's one for seven hundred and fifty bucks, which oh, okay. is lower than the founder's edition. But don't don't buy a blower card for a card for a graphics card like. Gordon, you you just got one person on your side, but then oh. Elena got another person on her <laughs> side. But we're so. talking versus so ten eighty Ti versus. 2080, and the reason we're saying that is because they're very similar in pricing. We're looking at basically only about a hundred dollars difference. I would say I would recommend, only. huh? 
only only because Gordon just magically steals things from people's piggy banks. Because you gotta well, one, (laughs) you're like, oh well, I get this, I get the 1080 Ti on sale, right? Whatever. It's like it's a 700 to 750 dollar video card for the most part. If you this whole like, oh, if you wait for it on sale and then I stack this coupon and then I get this whatever extra miles, I said even even 700 dollars right now. So 700 versus eight to 850. So what? Does that sound about right? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, because you're not getting it, the twenty. My feeling is, if you have to make that decision now, where it's like you got to buy a new graphics card because your yours just blew up. Yeah. Dog ate it. Whatever. I would say spending seven hundred dollars for something that you're basically you know we know what the top performance of a 1080 Ti is. It ain't ever gonna get faster. It ain't ever gonna get better. Battlefield Five is gonna come out. All these other games are gonna come out. It'll probably either run ray tracing at maybe a reasonable, you know, a little, a little slightly dusty look, but it'll still run it. A 1080 Ti is just never going to change. And you're yeah. you're talking about sinking $700 into technology that has sailed. That is just gone. That is just old stuff. Yes. If if you were saying 1080 Ti for $600, that's let me six five fifty. That's a difference. Okay, I'm gonna throw a couple a couple uh things at you because i was actually this is the article i'm working on i guess y'all are getting a sneak preview of it on the full nerd uh <laughs> sorry brad i was looking into this tomorrow uh i was looking into this this morning actually so you know these are what you can buy today um that 700 uh gtx 1080 ti is for overclocked custom cooled versions with right. like the gaming x the evga uh, icx like the top of the line coolers and stuff whereas the 800 bucks for an RTX 2080s for a Founders Edition, if you want to get at the top of the line overclocked graphics cards, you're going to spend significantly more. So the gap from from is is bigger if you're looking for a custom card. One, one hundred fifty uh, bucks. Yeah, one hundred fifty two hundred bucks. Uh, but you're like this morning the Gigabyte Aorus uh, graphics card GTX 1080 Ti was on sale for six hundred and fifty bucks, and that's for the beastly overclocked custom cooled version so does that change your opinion any no i, I do think well I, <laughs> my issue is the vast majority of the cards sorry my sister's trying to call me the vast majority of these cards are are you know for the most part we're looking at you know 800 you know 700 i mean that's you know 95 percent of the, yep. the 1080 cars are seven to 750 right i just can't see putting 700 to 750 dollars in a 1080 Ti versus spending a little bit more in, you know... For hope for the future. So basically, your argument boils down to, I like what's proven and I know I'm going to get, and you want to bank on the future. But you're not... The thing is, you're not getting worse performance out of a 2080. You're not getting worse, but but for me, again, like... But again, I'm not going to gamble $150 for something that might not come until even the next cycle comes around like something that will have an ecosystem i actually want so i may as well go with the cheaper option be super happy with that and then when i'm when i get bored of it then i can sell it and then buy something new but i i think it's i think the problem is a hundred dollars of a seven hundred dollar video card i mean that's not the same as a hundred dollars for you know a 1060 Right, that is hundred dollars is still hundred dollars, but man. it's a third of a ten sixty. This is really like, yeah, maybe ten percent higher price, you know, fifteen percent higher price. It's a lot of pizza. That's, <laughs> I think. I think well, it depends on your use case. To me, I, I was sitting here thinking about it just while you guys were talking, and I think it depends on 
while you're upgrading now, if you've been wanting to spend 700 bucks, but GTX 1080 Ti's have been a thousand bucks for this year, then you know, you know, 700 bucks is still a good investment. But to me, I think uh, it would depend on how often you plan on upgrading in the future. Like if you're the kind of person who upgrades yearly, I think maybe the GTX 1080 Ti would be a better. Uh, investment because this stuff will take a little bit of time to roll out you know the next generation of nvidia cards come out that's when you upgrade and spend the money and you know either ray tracing and dlss will be a thing or it won't but if you plan on holding on to the card for five years i think it might be worth investing the extra hundred bucks if you can to take the flyer on it you know whether right. or not it'll blow up. And uh, Azimuth says uh, no USB-C on the 1080. Yeah, no USB-C. <laughs> no, okay. look, most people. I have plenty of adapters. <laughs> I can most, charge through a normal one. Most people are just. I, I just don't. The whole yearly upgrade thing. That's that's also you know rarer. I, I think most people are buying to get full service life out of these cards. I, I, it is rare, but I think it's much more common in this price segmentation of the market. Yes. Yes and no. Maybe I don't know. It's so it's so hard to say. But I I just I just. Throwing seven hundred dollars at a ten eighty Ti to me seems crazy. Honestly, um, well, I I got a good use case here, uh, real quick. Uh, Derek Morrison's asking on YouTube, uh, would a ten eighty Ti be worth it uh, if you, for the compute performance and like Blender and video editing? Did did you get a chance to test any of that stuff? Would it make uh, no, more sense? I tested all games. Oh, okay, <laughs> so but do you, do you think theoretically it would make more sense to go ten eighty Ti if you're doing more compute stuff? Um, I know that the uh, Turing GPU architecture inside the RTX 2080 and 2080 Ti has been rejiggered to be able to handle compute stuff at the same time as shaders. So theoretically, maybe, but I'm I don't know without benchmarks. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, uh, that's wait, always got to be my answer. Sorry, I didn't. <laughs> I want to finish my point that I, I do think do it. You would n- I would not. I would not throw money at a 1080 Ti. To me, it seems crazy. If you're looking at 4K, you know, 1440p gaming, spend the extra money, get the 2080. I, I'm sorry. It's just it, to believe that DLSS and, and hybrid ray tracing is not going to show up and make a difference. is No, I didn't I say think, that. No, I didn't say that. It's I going said, to. What do you, I said that the timeline on it was the reason why I would be willing to wait and upgrade like the we were card talking later. about DirectX 12 earlier. It's taken three or four years exactly. now for DirectX no, 12 but, to start becoming common. But my argument is like, wait, well, why buy a 1080 Ti? Why not just like, you know, I'm just going to stick with my 780. I just, I'm going to wait this one out and see how it goes. To me, it makes the course of action is you either do 2080 versus a 1080 Ti, or you buy 1060, or you just wait it out. Because I mm-hmm. just can't see $700 as a lot of money on a 1080 Ti, which is like, and then you don't even get these next generation feature, next generation features that are going to come. Well, Ms. I would say Mr. Roboto says you can get a 1080 for five hundred dollars. Oh used. yeah, sure. You know what I did is I walked into a store with a gun. <laughs> I got it for free. <laughs> I got that for free. Well, I'm saying a used option. What if what if you throw used in there? I don't think. Know? I think the problem with used is these, with the mining craze being over, you do not know how hard that car yeah. has been driven. You just don't know. Yep. It's a, like it's a total crapshoot. Literally. You don't know what you're get. So I don't know if anyone follows me on Twitter. But um, someone, I do. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Brad. I appreciate it. Um, one of my friends offered me a used GPU, and the only reason I'm taking it is because it's free. <laughs> He's giving me his used <laughs> RX 580. I know where it's been. I know how how hard he's pushed it. And honestly, it's free. So what do I care? Yeah, what do you care? <laughs> but I, yeah, but that yeah, free is different. Obviously, it's better if it's free, or you know, you're buying uses. 
but you know, uses very, I think, very iffy. You got to look at people who want a warranty. People are going to go buy it anyway. And ninety percent of the cards, ninety five percent, are seven hundred dollars. Spending seven hundred dollars in a ten eighty Ti in light of RTX is, to me, seems crazy. It just, seems I think, crazy. it's kind of a bummer to me because looking at Nvidia's marketing slides leading up to this, looking at all the stuff that we revealed in the Turing GPU architecture piece last Friday, which we did see it. Check it out; it's great. I wrote it, so. Uh, I anticipated the GTX 1080 Ti being in the same ballpark as the 2080. I wish that they had managed to push it so it was, you know, that 10 or 15% faster. Because if the 2080 was 10 or 15% faster than the GTX 1080 Ti, I'd be a lot more comfortable investing in that now mm-hmm. and saying, hey, that 100 bucks is for that, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully ray tracing and DLSS takes yeah. off. I would, I, I I would totally know. agree with that because then each of those cards be, has... Um, makes sense in a, diff- in a specific use case, right? Like, if you're me and you're cheap and you're conservative in general, then you would just wait for a 1080 Ti to go on sale. And if you would like to be on the front end of things and you don't mind paying that extra premium, then yeah, you, you get something for it now. But because you don't, that's why I'm making this argument in front of you, in no, front of the internet, in mean, front of everybody. The crazy thing to me is to spend $700 on the damn thing. And on old technology, basically, you're buying, you're paying $700 for something that's old, right? It, to me, it's just, and it really is, it's not going to get any better. It's The performance is not going to improve think, on that. And I think it's I think just like... age is just kind of not a, a No, no, I, but I just think you just don't... It is You're, to, to invest that much money and to know that you you are specifically missing out on the potential for more performance. We don't know what that's going to be. We don't know what it's going to be like. But for another 10% more, I'm going to take that bet and go for the next generation features. Uh, and you would never buy it anyway because you're too cheap. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other hey, lie. What are, you, what are you talking about? I got one of each right here. No, but I'm not you. But Elena, like, she's like, oh, I would just wait for somebody to use it for mining. And then when they're done with it, they give it to me. Therefore, uh, 2080 is like 1,000% more. More than my, you know, dollar that I spent on this uh, RX 580 car. I have something called an imagination. I put myself <laughs> in other people's shoes, and this is how I would do it if I, I just, were going to do it. So you would really recommend to your friend? I would ask them what they value and what they plan to use it for and how they feel about putting money towards a future that might not pay off <laughs> in the I, way that they anticipate. It, yeah, I, it depends, I, depends on use case. It really I depends agree. on It's just like person. every other thing that we talk about. Yeah, but I mean, there's just we're like... We're talking about my use case right now. <laughs> but, to, but we're talking 700 versus $800. It, but it's, Brad even pointed out, you're, it's not a one-for-one one just to say, uh, just purely a $100 difference. What? Because it's $800, that's, $700, that's $100 difference. I don't... You get a, you get a swanky GTX 1080 Ti for 700 bucks. You're going to spend 850 to $900 for a swanky... RTX. Initially, we're we're clearly in you know, like low supply, right? But I realistically, in three months, do so, we expect? So this, this to be is the, the same? analogy I made to you when we were discussing this off air. I said there are some people who will buy the Tesla that has the nerfed battery, and that's cool. Like if that's what works for you, because you really value the having an electric car and just having a Tesla, that makes sense. But for me, I think I'd rather get. A traditional like a hybrid or a you know a luxury gasoline car sorry environment but and then just like bling that out 
Yeah, I think that that analogy doesn't really work because electric cars are so different <laughs> than gas. Look at Gordon's body language. <laughs> no, it's just like I just can't. I just could not see. Look, if you're talking about getting a 1080 Ti for 550, oh hell yeah, right? Because that's a hell of a deal. And it's possible the prices will come down, Gordon. But I'm but I'm just saying if you said somebody go out again, this is what I've been On saying for weeks now, right? Day one, I got seven hundred to eight hundred dollars. What do I invest that in? I'm like I, I just for me, I'd feel like because the, you're rolling those the dice and the chances of you basically <laughs> spending $700 on a card that is just like, what is the point, right? I mean, the seven, point is, is it that came you, out at six fifty. There's no reason to pay seven hundred dollars for a 1080 Ti. But you today. don't really have to because you can actually get really nice ones for six fifty if you are. Wait, is that, are we talking about seven hundred dollars or what, what are we? Well, I mean, we could get twenty eighty in three months for five hundred dollars. I don't no, know. They can just let Jensen's gonna say screw no, it, cut the price. We don't know. Uh, Gordon, uh, chat is saying that Gordon doesn't want to go another year of of his life without ray tracing. I don't he want just, to see it flash yeah. before. That's fine. Yeah, he doesn't no, want to see so, his life flash like, before so his eyes. But is, I just this is his. no, no. I just think, frankly, 1080 Ti at 700, even 650 is a bad investment. 1080 or 1060 or you know a 1070 for a lot less makes a lot more sense. Or even a 10. You're just, just going to complete. I different would not call it a case, bad dude. investment. I I would. I would just. To me, it's just like, I don't know. I, I, I will bet you, let's six, end of the year, there can be some sad-ass people with those 1080 Ti's that they paid $700 for. No. Why, because they're going to miss out on one, two, th- maybe three games? No, it's not, because it's just, you're by the just end of missing. This year? Look, there are features that will be used by these cards. Look. And to, to pay near the, nearly, the, what I'm saying is to pay nearly the same price is just crazy. $100 is not nearly the same price. <laughs> It's 10%, what, 12, 15? It's, it's so close, it doesn't matter, I think, at that point. If you're if talking you 500 to 550... games with sport ray tracing and DSSS, there's an article on PCWorld.com that you can... Yeah, consult. it'll be zero. <laughs> but you know what? I'm not going to... And honestly, the thing is, I think, like, you know what? I don't want to... I don't, I don't really... If I believe in, like, I'm all, oh, afraid this feature's not going to show up, I ain't going to buy either one. I'm just like, I'm not going to buy a $700 video card now. I didn't I was say like, no, I was afraid. Just... I'm just being pragmatic about the, the timeline on it. I just think the, the smart move is just not to buy anything and wait it out. Yeah, okay. Actually, there, there are people <laughs> heard it here. There no? are people in the chat saying, hey, that, that's another option is to just write no, out what I, you have. I, right. I, uh, I, I totally would not, agree that's, that that's a just, valid option. But again, that's why I think paying for a 1080 Ti right now doesn't make any sense. You wait it out or you just do it. Or you buy a cheap card. Those are your three options. To me, to buy the 1080 Ti at a price premium. There's a fourth uh, option, Gordon. It's called buying things on sale. Uh, also, Jacques Well, says, I can wait for the 2080 to go Jacques on says sale. that they I just mean, found a 1080 just... Ti on Newegg for 618 Oh, yeah. I don't know yeah, what it is. Sure. But, yeah. yeah, but ninety again, 95% of those cards are not 618 right? That's yeah. I mean, that's fair. Even though it launched at $650. So, no, it yeah, was $730. Bucks. It was $700. No, no. 1080 Ti was 650 No, no it was 700 650 Doesn't matter. They moved. No, they booted the, the, the price of the GTX 1080 down so that they could launch that at 700 bucks. I thought it was 650 It was like 650 No, it wasn't. 
650. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was actually, I was looking it up, like, I was going back and researching articles. It was 700. Oh, so, well, you know, I certainly want to pay for a card from whatever two years ago for, you know, $60, $60 off there, $80 off there, $81, let's be free. No, I'm just saying it doesn't make sense to pay that much for a high-end video card of the last He's generation. riled up. Woo! No, it just doesn't. To me, it's it, I think I the think coffee kicked in. Yeah, it finally did. I, think uh, so. I, I just think, I, again, I, I'm saying... I'm I'm not saying go out and buy 2080 sign. I'm saying you either wait it out, but when you're looking at those two options, I would I would roll the dice on the 2080, but otherwise I'd do it, you know, 1060, 1070. I'm not saying everyone should price. run out right now buy a 1080 Ti. I'm just saying yeah, if, you, do you are. No, I said if I was faced with the choice of the two, I would pick the 1080 Ti. <laughs> I would I would not I would just recommend not spending that much on uh, well so somebody you'll, you'll be able to read my thoughts on this in an article on world.com tomorrow and now I'm gonna have plenty of perspectives to well read. now Brad well, has the, he has the little angels on both sides well and and somebody in chat uh, a while ago said that Gordon's just gonna steal the money from his kids to to pay for the extra costs so, <laughs> sure, you know, sure there you go you're gonna do a paper route why where's all that yeah so I can buy this car uh, you can't so, steal from your kids. They're your property. Oh, it's like no, stealing oof. from yourself. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, so here's the final tally uh, on chat. I've, I've been taking a tally. Uh, Br- Brad, do you want to do you want to guess uh, who who had the higher votes? Elena. Uh, By a significant amount. It's actually not. Uh, we had a lot of people pull ahead for Gordon, uh, we, like in in the last uh, the wait, last half of it. You? Yeah. So it, the the final tally is fifteen to twelve. Gordon to Elena. No, really. So Whoa. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. That was an epic turnaround. Yeah, that, that, it was because Elena was up like at least like eight votes. Yeah, because uh, it always the popular. That's yeah. the like when you you want to cheap out on that. It's always gonna be popular. Oh, look at his body language now. He's <laughs> like, yeah. now he's not fighting. Everybody expect your free. Uh... <laughs> he's like, I've been vindicated. No, I just. I, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I. I think it's just. And now, now somebody's saying Russia, uh, Russia hacked the vote, and we need to do a recap. Oh, right. Sorry. I, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Love you. Uh, yeah. Now fun. Brad has. Uh, well, what about the other other option? Yeah. Is see? to not not buy any of them and get a Radeon card instead. That I mean, again, that's that's the thing. Like, look, <laughs> RX 580. <laughs> two, I, and I get pushed. I don't know why Google keeps pushing that to my phone. RX 580 and three games for two hundred dollars, right? It was the eight so, gigabyte version too. You're talking about the deal. That's ooh, cool, yeah, right? Damn, it was, it was really? sweet. Yeah, it was real sweet. So if your car blew up, you're not a 4K gamer, obviously, or even 1440. You just you do that and you wait it out. You wait it out. You wait for Navi. You wait for to see how you know DLSS and and ray tracing shakes out. And you're you know and I I think. I'd feel better about burning $200. And then you call up your cheap-ass friend and say, hey, you want this RX 580 in two years? That That's Elena. <laughs> AMD's actually, years. I got AMD's like actually six doing a lot. It's true. AMD's <laughs> actually doing a lot to push. They've always been like the value proposition, right? I mean, they have very good cards too, but they've always been known for having deals and whatnot. And that kind of went away during the mining craze. But they're actually, it seems like, pushing that a lot harder now in the run-up to the RTX launch. I mean, FreeSync is always going to be a check in their corner for the people. FreeSync is for the people. G-Sync is for enthusiasts. <laughs> uh, but they have three free games bundled with RX 580s and above right now. So if you buy a Vega card or an RX 580, you'll get Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey that's mm-hmm. coming out. 
Star Control Origins, which is coming out tomorrow, and uh, Strange Brigade, which is out now. So you get, you know, 200 bucks, you get a great 1080p gaming card in the RX 580. You get three free games. You can pair it with a cheap FreeSync monitor, and, you know, that's a pretty solid setup. And it's got, Now that Vega prices are starting to creep back down, uh, that goes across the board, I think, for their, their cards there. A Vega 56, if you can get for a good deal, is a, is a pretty good card. When are they you can get those for about MSRP these days. Oh. Sometimes we saw one that was four hundred and fifty bucks the other day, or no, three hundred and eighty bucks. The four hundred and fifty was a Vega sixty four, which MSRP is for five hundred bucks. Which you go, eh, you know, a year later, why am I spending all that? But they've never realistically been that price. So this is these are actually we're starting to see deals on them for the first time. And now that they're actually hitting those price points, they make a lot more sense than they did before. Get a custom version if you're going for Vega. Because the reference cards are horrible. You do not want to be around them. <laughs> We're talking like 290X levels of horrible? Oh, that can't be. That's worse. high water. No, it was worse. <laughs> no, it was worse. I remember when uh, when the Vega cards came out, I specifically went and dragged out the 290X just because I'm like, this is bad. It's blowing hot, hot heat <laughs> on me. It's screaming. <laughs> Let me bring out the 290X. <laughs> and the 290X was better than the reference Vega 64. Not, Get not- a custom... Get a custom version. It was actually louder. The Vega 64 reference is actually louder than a 290X on the Monster yeah. Switch. They're, wow. They're beasts. I've never... I mean, we have a water-cooled one here, so it, you know, it's not that loud. <laughs> also, I would Fancy. like to note, as an aside, that Gordon is suspiciously quiet that uh, you can get this card for MSRP, and he's not screaming bloody murder about it. No, no, I just... <laughs> when he said MSRP, I was like, oh, come on, that's that's uh, just a bummer, right? That's... Well, you That's guys are all, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> if, if the if the 1080 Ti was seven hundred dollars and you guys are all, oh, it's six six nineteen. That's that's hell of a not deal. I'm sorry. That's nothing to dance about. That's like. <laughs> That's like normal. You take off. I go in a Seven Eleven, buy a pack of gum. They take more. So off. you save eighty dollars. Uh, Gordon doesn't care, but you spend another hundred dollars. He totally. He also doesn't care. So he's just price immune. You know what? I'm, I just want to. I want the deal. Is what I want. I want. I, I. I get the phone. It pushes me an Amazon Lightning deal. I don't need this. It's a deal. Okay. Look. And of course, the MSRP is up here, and I'm not getting for that much. So he'll he'll buy the RX five eighty with the three free games just cause then. No, I, it's a, you know, hell, that's a pretty good deal. 200 bucks, three free games. No, I mean. That's I a mean, great upgrade if you've been yeah. waiting because of the mining craze. Because yeah. the games alone, that's like MSRP value on those games is like, what, 180 They're $60 games? Uh, a little bit less. Okay. But yeah, at least 150 Yeah. It's pretty sweet. And 1060 is not bottomed out like that, have they? I mean, what are 1060s no. going no, for? No, those are pushing closer to 300 bucks still. Yeah. Like uh, we saw this morning. Uh, a quote-unquote deal for what was a three gig or six gig model for like two eighty, but it wasn't really yeah. a deal. Yeah, I told them don't. Yeah, don't don't come in with two hundred and eighty dollar <laughs> GTX ten sixties. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the interesting thing about this RTX launch: uh, the fact that they are above and separate, and they don't you know have any effect on the established gaming market as we know it so far. Conspiracy so that's theory, another. Brad. <laughs> They're priced high so that once all the Pascal yeah, cards go away, then the prices. That's a conspiracy theory, but I think there might be some logic behind that. Makes sense, right? I mean, who the hell, who the hell would buy a GTX 1080 <laughs> Ti yep. for seven hundred dollars if you could get a, a 2080 for six hundred dollars? Yeah. Nice. 
well, yeah. Uh, so, somebody mentioned uh, another, another, another option is to just uh, forget tech altogether and go be Amish. So, yeah, there you go. There's I live in the woods. I live in the woods in New Hampshire. There you go. You know, Leif over at MacWorld, he used to be like a cowboy, like mm-hmm. literally a cowboy. And it's like, that actually sounds, that whole city slicker thing. I saw the movie. It sounds pretty good. <laughs> like, it would be just nice to be in the countryside, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, it's so, uh, you know, we, we've been going for a good while now. So right. let's, uh, let's, let's wrap it up. Um, so, Brad, everyone should check out your awesome review over on PC World, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And I also, uh, today, if you go there, you'll find both. They're very long pieces, but the review with all sorts of testing. And then we also have the NVIDIA Turing deep dive, which is actually into the architecture. Um, it's on the front page today because I updated it to point to the review, but that's their complimentary pieces. They're both very long, but hopefully you find a lot of information there. Nice. Cool. Cool. Thank, thank you for all your hard work, Brad. Yeah. And this yeah. story is going to keep going. Obviously, once we see actual games, maybe, yep. you know, this all changes. Yep. Or maybe we get another verdict or final verdict once those games come out. So, yep. And then the shorter term, I'm hoping to have follow-up articles, as we've talked about, on the GTX 1080i versus RTX 2080. Um, I'm also going to be digging into NVIDIA scanner overclocking. And I'm hoping to have two or three different custom cards reviews, hopefully oh, nice. over the next week and a week and a half. Nice. And maybe SLI performance. So that, maybe. That's, I'd, I'd love to see what the SLI performance is going to be like. So maybe it'll change your mind on that. So, All right. Should I take us out? Do it. <clears throat> so check back next week for your fix of the PC talk. I am really tired. <laughs> I'm a full nerd for audio listeners. It's just, it's just so hard to get here early in the morning. <laughs> for audio listeners, subscribe to us on iTunes and also leave us a review every time you do. Maybe Elaine will pay a dollar more for a new card. <laughs> also, you can listen to us on Google Play or Stitcher. Ooh. Send questions and comments to the full nerd at PCWorld.com. Thanks for coming. I'm Gordon Young with Brad Charkas. Adios. Elaine Yee. Bye, everyone. And Adam Patrick Murray is going to hit the off switch. Next time, give me a damn score, Brad. 